There's a crowd. <laughs> I like that one. That one's great. And then... That's for all my jokes. <laughs> I need access to that button. <laughs> you can't go crazy with it. I'm going to throw it into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think you should look at adding your intro and outro music yeah. on there, though. I need to talk to Andy because he had it on his uh, podcast thing, too. Remember when we were there? Yeah. And then he just kind of did the... He faded it out yeah. as we started talking. It'd be, it would be so much easier. I wouldn't yeah. be having to do so much uh, mixing or editing. Post-production. Make it sound official. Okay. We are recording now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There it goes. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to go crazy with these buttons. <laughs> I won't let you. You should have never showed me them. We could put like badass sound effects. I say badass, but I'm thinking more like funny. Or the like crickets. Click, 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 click. Like, uh, yeah, that joke didn't work out. Yeah. Or uh, what's the the sitcom laughter? Uh, like just when people are laughing. Like the back. laugh tracks. <laughs> that would be annoying. We can do that. We'll have to record your laughing and fast mode. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, like on the, the when you're listening to a podcast. So then that. when you listen to it on fast and you record it fast laughter, it would just be oh, my nuts. <laughs> It would sound crazy. All right. You ready to do this? Sure. We got our coffee. We got our setup. We're ready to go. We're doing this super early. Not super early, but it's... It's 4 p.m. It's 4 p.m. We're usually doing it late at night. Got a lot of homework, though. I have to finish up my homework. You don't have homework. You just finished, wrapped up a class. About to start a new one, though. About to start a new one. That's where you should have... That's where I should have got claps. Oh, yeah. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> That's because oh, I no. failed. <laughs> okay. All right, then. Well, uh, welcome, everybody, to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva. I was making eye contact with you as I started that. Mm-hmm. Alongside or across from my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? You just threw me off because I'm supposed to say that. You said that last week and I said either one of us could say it. Did I? Yep. What's up, babes? Well, you know. I was So, you know how I told you I'm going back through all the podcasts and I'm listening to them? Mm-hmm. We did that on almost every single one. I know. It was like the beginning. It's like our okay. thing. It's I, almost like that part could just be recorded. We could just start talking. Yeah. I, st- <laughs> I started paying attention more to it. Like, while we were recording podcast later on, like, towards the end. Yeah. Like, a, maybe a couple or a few episodes before you, like, put it out there. <laughs> I was like, man, we always say that. But, hey, keep it. And then you ruined it. Why? It doesn't sound bad. I mean, you bring attention to it every week now, so it makes it awkward. But aside from that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This uh, this last track at the bottom, mm-hmm. it's kind of recording like a master track. Where everything's together? Yeah. All right. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. But I don't know. That means I might not be able to play my sounds. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So back at it. Yes. New week, new podcast. New week, new podcast. Doing it early. It's about to be... I- I'm pretty excited after last week mentioning that, okay, we'll start reaching out to people and start doing virtual podcasts again. Because... Shit always falls through, so we can't get together with people. We can't reach somebody. Schedules don't always match up. And doing the podcast virtually with other people, mm-hmm. we can. And I said I didn't want to do it because it's just not the same as doing a face-to-face. Yeah, it's still not the same. But so just side notes on how we, well, how he records the podcast. He has his little mix. Is that kind of mixer? It's a mixer. A mixer connected to his MacBook, um, and he uses like software on the MacBook to put the podcast together. But we recently, for well, around no, for Christmas, we got an iMac, which is like the desktop Apple computers, um, and the screen is just huge, and you can FaceTime from it, and you can connect everything. So 
this past week we went through and figured out how to connect the iMac to the mixer, the mixer to the MacBook, so we could be FaceTiming with someone and throw their track on. Um, and it won't be, it won't be as much as if you're trying to like FaceTime on a phone and work through the computer and so yeah, it'll work out. Yeah, and ha- I haven't gone as far as to like see how all of that worked in the past. Yeah. Um, so like the one I did with with Brian Belford. Uh, one of the early episodes, we just did it over phone. So the phone connected straight into the mixer. And I still didn't know how to like work all of the the quality of how it sounded. Um, mm-hmm. So it didn't come out great. The The conversation was badass. Yeah. Like the podcast was awesome, but just the quality of the way it sounded wasn't great. Um, and that kind of turned me off to doing it. Um, I gave it another shot after that. Yeah. And then I did it with somebody else. And that one just came out completely crappy. And I was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, I'm not going to do a podcast unless we're sitting in the same room. Okay. Um, and then shit just kept on happening with COVID and and all sorts of other factors yeah. uh, that were coming into play. And so we just couldn't meet up with people. So last week, if you listen to the podcast, we said, well, you, okay, maybe we'll give it a shot again. And that's when we went and figured out what you just said, yeah. how to make everything work and connect. And then we'll bring them up on FaceTime or whatever other video chat platform we can use and talk to them that way. So we'll still be face to face, but we won't be in the same room. So that's at least we'll still get a lot of, out of it. Mm-hmm. Like we won't be able to have the laughs before or the laughs after. Like, you know, when we do a podcast, we usually we're either hanging out before or we hang out a little bit afterwards. Yeah. Um, we could just shoot the shit, right? We won't have that then, but it's all right. I mean, we'll get everything we can on the podcast. So I started reaching out to people again. I was like, hey, I'm going to start doing this. Uh, do you want to do it? So we already have a shitload of people lined up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, because some of the people like I've never met or don't know, so it'll probably be more of a, a you podcast on those ones, but nah, I mean, you can, because some of these guys are, or girls are in the military too. Not all of them, but some of them are and, uh, or they have a history, uh, in the military. So there's always that. There's one thing in common at least. And then you can always chime in on, or just ask whatever random questions come to mind or I mean, i'm not saying i won't be on it i'm just saying it'll be different from like me knowing the guests kind of like the one that we did with your friend andy like yeah it wasn't as weird because do we do ours first or his first we did his first yeah so i kind of like and that one was just me and him yeah but you were right there so i kind of like got a little bit of what you guys were going to talk about yeah mm-hmm yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be fun. So we already have next week's lined up. And pretty much for the next few weeks, uh, the only problem, problem, which is it's a good problem to have, is that we're going to get backed up on episodes. And yeah. like we're going to have so many ready to go that I'm just going to want to release them. No, but. But we have to stay within. <laughs> yeah, and we have a lot of stuff coming up in the near future. So it'll help us that we have a log of them. Yes. Um, because we have spring break coming up, which we have stuff planned for that. Like we're going to be out of town. Um, and then Easter's coming up. We have a few things planned. Um, and then we jump right into summer where we're going to be, <clears throat> the kids won't be in school. So we'll be busy a lot more often than we are now. Yeah. So to have that backlog, it's like, oh, we didn't. We just didn't have time to do one this week. We can just pull from that and yeah, and shoot and, one off. And that's yeah, that's always so. That's a plus to it. Yeah. Um, we won't have the stress about worrying for or recording next week's episode or yeah. like what what are we putting out this week or doing something last minute. Um, as long as all the equipment works out just fine. Yeah, because I mean, also, like you started school again this week. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I finished my ninth class last week. Was it ninth or sixth? It was ninth. It I was have ninth six class? to go. I didn't think it was that many. I didn't either. It doesn't feel like that many, but I guess it has been. I mean, it's been a while since I've been in school. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, I'm gonna start my tenth class on the ninth. So Tuesday, when's on the day next week? Yeah, sometime next week. Um, through this coming week. And yeah, and then just working on my dissertation, getting through that. So, Doctor Holly, it's a lot. So if you get your PhD and you're Doctor Villanueva, it's can I say Doctor Villanueva? No, it would be. It's bullshit. Uh, so. You took my name. I can't take your title. No. So it's like confusing and I try not to correct because it just sounds like I'm being arrogant and I'm not. But when you say doctorate, people immediately think PhD, but I'm not getting my PhD. <laughs> I'm getting my EDD, which is a educational doctorate. Yeah. Um, but even like when they were writing my performance reports and stuff, they put PhD and I'm like, mm. It's not a PhD. It's a doctoral degree, but it's in education, so it's an EDD. Yeah. Um, but same, same. Yeah, it's it's still a doctorate. Yeah. Uh, it's funny we were talking about that in the office, and and my boss, <laughs> my boss was go. He was trying to to uh, different differentiate the two, and he was like, not a not a doctor doctor, but a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all cracking up. Like, what do you mean by doctor doctor? <laughs> Uh, like if you say it two times that makes it real not a medical doctor yeah and he said uh what he say he's a not like a like a medical doctor but like a uh psychiatrist and he started laughing i was like oh shit no because they're medical doctors. I, I know they are but he, he was trying to make another joke yeah. it was funny but yeah he was trying to explain the difference between a medical doctor and like somebody that has their doctorate in whatever mm -hmm. field of study yeah. <laughs> and it was just funny so now that's like one of the things like doctor doctor <laughs> um yeah it's i know a lot of people have asked me that like so do we call you doctor and i'm like no like i'll still obviously be addressed by my rank but like if when you're doing like mail and stuff like that it won't be mrs anymore it would be doctor mm -hmm. so it would be mr and doctor Villanueva. Mm. Doctor. Dr. Villanueva and husband. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Hey, I'll take that as long as I'm retired and I don't have to do anything. Pull the feminism card and say, I'm tired of it always being Mr. and Mrs. Yep. Why does it have to be and the Mrs.? Why can't I be first? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm just going to retire and I'm going to focus on the podcast and then you do your doctor thing. and uh, Let's do it. You just leave the checks to me and I'll, I'll handle the money. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll handle all the money and then we'll go from there. You just work. I'm down for it. We're reversing this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. Every class, I think, do I really want to continue going through this? Like, do I want to finish but you it out? Do I do? It's just the I want the reward, but the process is getting overwhelming. It's getting overwhelming, but I think so. This is my opinion. I think that you like it. Like you love education. I you guess. love studying. You just love to learn. And you love like the formal process of learning. Yes. Like where I can just like research stuff on my own or go talk to somebody or go try something out on my own and say like, hey, yeah, I know how to do this. You would rather do the formal route. Yeah. <laughs> Go over there. Um, and I was telling, uh, oh, it it came up in the office, and I was like, "How did that get brought up in the office?" Not you specifically. Oh, okay. Not you. I always feel actually, weird. no. Yes, you specifically came up in the office. Talk about like, oh, we were talking about you today, and I'm like, well, why? Yeah. How did that get brought up? And that, and I mentioned it, and I was like, she loves school. She's never going to admit it, but she loves it. Like, no matter how hard it is, like, I feel like you need school. So even after you get your PhD, you're going to go and learn something else, which is why you were looking at getting another bachelor's. <laughs> and I was like, you just, you just love the f formal education. Um, what is, my, I think that's my AirPods. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there are parts of school that I love. Like, I do love learning. I love just being educated on more things. I think you, there's always a process to learn. Um, I also think that it's so Beautiful. important that the kids see, you know, like 
even though we're going through all these things in life, we work every day, we have all this stuff going on, like learning still should be a priority. Um, so I focus on school a lot because of that. But second to that, um, I really dislike change. And I think, I think that's been like said multiple times. I don't like change. And I think part of me staying in school is I have been in school for so long that when I'm not in school, I feel lost. Like, I feel like I'm missing something out of my routine. Um, and I don't like that. So I just keep going to school because it's just, it fills up the part of my routine where school is supposed to be at. And that was another one of my points. It was like school is almost like a hobby to you. It's, I wouldn't uh, call it a hobby, but it is, it is like, it's so ingrained in part of like just my daily. Like it's like, it's just part of, yeah, part yeah. of my routine, I guess. It's because weird to throw it off. When you're not in school and you're not taking classes, uh, it's almost like you're restless. Oh, yeah, for you're, sure. You're restless. You don't know what to do with yourself. and uh, <laughs> That sounds like, so ridiculous. Man, and then, like me, I can go, I can play video games. I can watch movies. I can read books. I can go work out. I can go do something else that will preoccupy my time, and I don't care, right? Yeah. You, you're just like. It's because it's it's just the um, the change. Like, that's the part that I don't like because – it's not that I just accomplished a huge goal in life, right? Like, it's not that I just graduated from getting my master's degree. It's, okay, like, two hours of my day every day and sometimes up to three, four, five hours of my day is dedicated to school. So in that time, I don't have things to fill that time that I would normally be doing. Yeah. Um, and I can deal with, like, the peace, just the calmness of life for, like, short stints. But, um, yeah, just to, I don't like to say do nothing because we're doing something, but it's like, I like to have multiple things happening at a time. So I'm like, just my brain's working all the time. So when I'm just like, okay, no, I'm not in school. Like when I graduated my master's before I started this program, um, it was like, what do I do in all this time that I would normally spend doing school? And then I'll find other things to do. Like I got into woodworking for a while. Um, and then it was just like, oh, okay, like this just, it's not the same for me. Like I went from knowing nothing about woodworking to making it a like profitable hobby pretty quickly. Um, but it just doesn't give me the same, I guess, like feeling of success, like going to school does. I don't know. But yeah, um, I have looked at getting second bachelor's and not because I want to like stay in school forever I really do think um once I complete this degree I don't know if I'll go back I mean I may I don't know I'm not gonna like write it off because there's a chance that I might but um <laughs> I was looking to get into second bachelor's because the base here in San Angelo Goodfellow signed a MOU which is a memorandum of understanding, understanding which is like an agreement pretty much um so we signed an agreement with the college here, Angelo State University, and that agreement was Angelo State would take all of your prior credits and they would implement them toward a bachelor's and all you would have to do is your core classes. So I could walk into ASU right now and get a second bachelor's by taking nine classes, nine bachelor's classes. Um, I feel like that's kind of a joke. I mean, like that sounds horrible, but... I just feel like well, it's not as much as you would. It's almost too take, easy. Where it's like thirty something classes. Yeah, and it's like it's almost too easy to not take advantage of it. You know what I mean? And then they were like, "Well, um, you never took a Texas history class," and that's kind of what broke the barrier for me. Was Probably I was, the most important history class you ever take. <laughs> like I was really going <laughs> to sign up, and so I was going to concurrently work on my EDD and the second bachelor's because I think the second bachelor's is like, I don't know. I feel like it would have just been so easy to complete. Yeah. Um, because now when you look at my classes, it's like in this week, you're going to write a 30 page paper. Next week, you're going to write a 25 page Ugh. paper. And then you look at your bachelor's classes and it's like, write two and a half pages. And it's like, this is not even real. No um, so I was going to run it concurrently with that and just get my, EDD and the second bachelor's at the same time. But then when they were like, you have to take a history class. I was like, well, fucking ship sailed on that one. Come on. I hate history so much. 
this I'm not going good. to. Because I would, that's a class that wouldn't be easy for me. I would really have to study and focus and learn. And I'm just not interested. Like, I have to be interested in what I'm doing. And like, I'm interested in getting my EDD. I'm interested in getting my administration in healthcare. I was interested in those degrees. But when I have to take a class and focus on it while I'm in other like super high level classes, I just don't have the capacity and the, the want to do that. Yeah. And so it, it turned me off from getting that second bachelor's. You should go back and revisit that. I probably will one day. Well, now that we're be we're here for another two years. Yes. For two more years. Uh, I want to say two more years on top of our normal uh, assignment time here. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, we we were waiting to figure out whether we were going to be here for one year or two more years. Mm -hmm. And we just found out the other day that we're going to be here for two more years. Yep. So we can kick ass and take names in San Angelo for two more years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's always the chance that something could, could work itself out. You know, we could leave earlier, but. True that. But the tables as they sit right now is we have another two years and two months. Two years and two months. It's going to go by fast. It is. Like these two years have already gone by freaking fast. They have gone by really fast. Um, yeah. So, I mean. The girls were talking about the other day. Braylon was like, you know, I'll be finished in seventh grade when we leave. And it just, it trips me out that she's already about to start middle school. And yeah, oh, so many things. But it'd be but good. It'd be good. It's like a good time for her to transition to school. Yeah. And that'll for sure mean wherever we go next will be it. Like that'll, that'll top us out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we have other things in the works behind the scenes that could always change stuff like rank wise, if we made rank, if we got picked up for special duties, if there's always um, like the dice being rolled out there on all what could happen with our careers. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not opposed to staying here. Um, I think we've done a lot of good things while we're here, while we've been here in the few short years that we've been here. So I can I can see us making some some big moves while we're here still yeah there's still a, there's plenty that we can accomplish while we're yeah while sure. we're here for sure hell yeah <laughs> yeah how much more of your masters do you have <laughs> too much i have uh let's see so i've knocked out two classes i think i have 11 or 10 classes to go I was about to say, normally it's 13 classes, and you're in your third one right now? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I would have to look at your degree point. I don't know how many classes you have, but... Yeah. You can do it quick. Your classes are seven weeks, eight weeks? I, they're eight weeks. Yeah. I have... I'm not in any rush to finish my master's. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. For me, it was just... I don't know why I did my master's so fast. Because you wanted it? Yeah. I did want it, but... Maybe because I was pregnant and I wanted to be done before Dallas was born. No, that was your bachelor's. Because you got your master's in 2017. Are you right? Yep. I, I don't know. Maybe I wanted to do it before we left San Antonio. I don't know. I can't. I don't remember why. Yeah, I don't know. I just know you finished that shit super quick. Yeah, 15 months. Yeah. So. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm just... I'm kind of taking my master's like I'm just checking the box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... So when I started... I know we're back to school. Sorry, guys. Um, when I started school, it was mainly just to be like, hey, I'm the first one ever in my family who, who graduated. And then the degrees just kind of kept coming. I mean, like once I started college... So it's 2021 now. I started college in 2010. Um and I think altogether I may have taken like eight months, eight months off in the last however many years to get two associates, a bachelor's and master's, and now 10 classes deep into my doctorate. So, Oof. well, nine classes about to start the 10th one. Starting the 10th this week. That's a lot of fucking school. It is. You know what? I started my school in 2002, and I didn't get my bachelor's until 2016. <laughs> Yeah, but you had a lot of time off in between. Uh, like, you didn't consecutively yeah, go no, to Yeah, no, yeah. I, I didn't do – yeah, I didn't have school at all. I dropped out of college in 2004. Yeah. And then was waiting to get into the military. And I didn't take my 
bachelor, a first bachelor's class until 2010. Took my first one, and then I had another. I took another hiatus because that's when I volunteered to be an MTI, mm-hmm. and that shit was too fucking hard to ha- deal with that and have school yep. until I figured out how to do my job. As an MTI, then I was able to take school, so I started back up again in 2013, and it finally finished three years later in 2016. Yeah. I think once you, like, once you started, like, consecutively doing your classes, like, it was, it became a priority for you, then you, you stayed pretty focused on it. Yeah, I took small breaks here and there, but they weren't, they weren't long. Yeah. And then I'm doing the same thing with my master's. I took my first class in, like, the summer of 2017. And then I just stopped, changed schools, didn't take uh, another class until last year. I think August is when I started, August or September. You didn't change schools yeah. after your first class, did you? Yeah. So this would be your third school? No, 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 no. This is, for my master's, is my second school. Oh, yeah. Uh, I went through a shitload of schools. So I went to actual school at Sol Ross State University where I dropped out of Took some classes at community college, El Paso Community College, uh, and then joined the Air Force. And then when I started school again, I was at American Military University online. And then I transferred over to Ashford University, mm-hmm. where I got my degree. And then when I started back up for my master's, it was through Incarnate Word in San Antonio. Oh, yeah, but I was taking right. classes online. Knocked out that one. And then when I started back up, I started back up with American Military University. And... I'm not changing anymore. That's who I'm going to get my degree through. Yeah. Yeah. I got my master's through incarnate word and, um, man, those classes were tough. Like they were no nonsense with that, but I mean, they're also one of the top five academic schools in Texas. Yeah. So, um, that was a rough one, but it, it felt nice to, to walk the line and, and get my degree more like from that school. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was, yeah, I don't know one. how I managed to get in. <laughs> no, I mean, um, we we kind of have an advantage, and I don't like to say that because I, like, work so hard for school, but we kind of have an advantage because we didn't have to take the GRE, which is, like, the graduate, I don't know what it stands for, requisite exam, I think. Yeah. Um, the The exam you're supposed to take before you can – start your graduate program yeah and people study for it kind of like they do for the afoqt you know like it's a you buy study books for the gre the whole nine yards and we just we didn't have to take it because of the military so yeah the last uh what is it like qualification test that i took like that Mm -hmm. for school was the sats and i fucking bombed that shit i think my score was uh an 840 I never took an SAT, so I don't know, like, the score line for that. I took the ACT, um, the, and I, I don't remember what my score was. So, the max, something. the max you can get on, on SAT is a 1600, I think. Mm-hmm. And what you need to qualify to get into college is, like, eight something. And I, I met the minimum standard, so I was able to go to Sol Ross, but that was the only reason I took the SAT. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. I didn't even take it seriously. I just. Did you guys have to take it or did you take it of your own accord? No, you have to take it to get into college. So, um, but I mean, like when I was in high school and I don't know why our high school did all these things because I tell people and they think like I'm crazy. But in a little tiny town of Smithville, Smithville. Uh, like we were required to take the ASVAB as part of our 11th grade year. It was mandatory to move into our senior year. We had to take the ASVAB. Yeah. And then our senior year, we were mandated to take the ACT. So you could take the SAT on your own, like go out and take it on your own. But the ACT was a mandation from our school that we take it. Oh, yeah. None of those tests were mandated by our school. At least I don't remember them being. Yeah. Um, I just remember being told like, hey, if you want to go to college, you have to take the SAT. And here's a minimum score that you need to get. I... <laughs> I remember, I don't know where I was at in my career, but someone was looking at my ASVAB scores for something. And they were like, man, you must have really studied for this. And I was like, dude, I was in 11th grade with no desire to ever join the military. I did not study for this test at all. But I got pretty high scores on everything. So Yeah, I did the same thing with the ASVAB. I didn't take it seriously. I didn't, I didn't study. I didn't do anything. I just went in there and took it. 
on a whim. Yeah, because it's um, the questions are just you can't really study for it, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> like, you I can mean, have an you, idea. You, you of can kind of where but, you're going. Yeah, but. you can get a little bit smarter on some of the stuff that's on there, but uh, yes, studying specifically for that test, like, hey, you're gonna have this question, or I, I yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say it, but you can study it for it to a certain extent. Yeah, they have like the study help books and stuff for the ASVAB, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, that's the, the military qualification test pretty much. Like you take it. It's like a placement test. Yeah, you take it and based on your scores and there's four sections based on your scores in those sections, it just opens up what jobs you're eligible for. And obviously there's other stuff that takes into account like medical and eyesight all these things um and it rules it down to a list of these are the jobs you qualify for which one would you like yeah um and then sometimes they're like get fucked you're gonna be a police officer in the military <laughs> i mean either or uh, well some people they want that gig yeah yeah i know personally i didn't want it wouldn't want it yeah i mean i like i don't know i like to say i was lucky because my recruiter just like legit didn't care he was like um like i don't care if you sign up to join the military today or not like you can leave my office and my feelings aren't going to be hurt um and i think that's kind of what like drew me there was because when i went well first i wanted to join the navy because i want to be on submarines weird um and they were like no you can't be on submarines you're a chick and i was like cool thanks um but they were very pushy and like trying to get me to join, trying to, like, like, you would do really good at these kind of jobs. Very, like, um, I don't know, how, other word, like, just very pushy, trying to, like, get you or Persistent. whatever. Yeah, and then when I went to the Air Force, um, because they were just next door to Navy, I was like, oh, I'll check it out, see what they have to say. Went into the Air Force one, um, and he was like, yeah, I could fucking care less if you join or not. And I was <laughs> like, that's my kind of people. <laughs> um, just, like, I like the honesty of it. Just the, like, like I'm still going to come to work tomorrow whether you join or whether you don't. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like a we need you to join right now type of situation. Um, and then, yeah, my records got all screwed up in MIPS and didn't get the job that I hoped for. But um, the job I have has been good to me. So. My buddy at work, he said the only reason he joined was because, like, he wasn't doing anything that day and his brother was an Air Force recruiter and he needed to – to uh some recruitment numbers yeah so he like took him into the office and got him signed up <laughs> i was like oh that's great yeah that's that's nuts it's just i don't know like people join the military for all sorts of reasons right and my main reason was just to get out of get out of tennessee try something new um go be different in life so it's worked out so far it's taken us to places oh I know for me, it's taken me to places I never thought uh, I would go. Yeah. Growing um, up in El Paso. Yeah, I just, a lot of the places that I've been stationed, like Las Vegas, I never would have thought that I would live in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Um, and I also never would have known that Las Vegas is more than just the strip, <laughs> that it's actually a whole last town with like all these things. Um, so that was good, but. I mean, the majority of our career has been here in here in Texas. So, yeah, I I spent my first five years in te well, so basic training in Texas. Mm -hmm. That's a few months. Tech school in Texas. Mm -hmm. For me, that was two months. For you, it was like eight. Yep. Uh, and then San Antonio. My first duty station was in San Antonio, so I did five years there. Then two years in Vegas. And then came back, back to San Antonio, so that's another four years. And then to Florida went to Florida three. for three years. And then back to Texas. And then back here. So out of 16 years, 11 of that has been, yeah. Not, not even. 12. 12, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, 11. You spent five years out of Texas. Yeah, yeah. 11 of the years of that. 11 years of my 16-year career has been in Texas, which I don't mind. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's the same for me. I got to Vegas in 2008. We left there in 2012. Yeah. 
So I spent four years there. Um, and then three years. So, I mean, I've spent seven out of my 14 year career. So half of your career is here. Yeah. Uh, um, you said something right now and it made me think of El Paso. So I just looked this thing up, but, uh, so one of the students in my class is from El Paso. Oh, yeah. And that rarely ha- happens. I don't know why. I think everybody from El Paso ends up going to the Army or something. but <laughs> Or just not intel. I don't know. Uh, he's an officer or enlisted? Enlisted. He's yeah. like, I'm from El Paso, Texas. I was like, oh, no shit. Uh, like, where from El Paso? And he said uh, the east side. I was like, okay, that's not specific. El Paso's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, so it narrows it down a little bit. And that's I was another like, thing that I learned. Because in my mind, El Paso was not a big town mm-hmm. like they were like el paso was a smaller town small but border town it's so huge yeah it's fucking humongous and uh so i i told him okay what high school did you go to and in el paso there's like 50 something high schools yeah uh and he told me the high school i was like okay so now i know exactly what area you're from or what you grew up in and when i asked that like a week ago or maybe two weeks ago let's see how old is this article this article was posted on Facebook, and it says, tell me you're from El Paso without saying you're from El Paso. And, like, one of the things is what high school – or, like, when you meet somebody from El Paso, you ask them what high school did you go to. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about it, and it just made me laugh. And I can't, I, don't, I can't remember what you said right now, but it just made me think of that. I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I get a lot of students who are from Tennessee, and – if you're from Tennessee, you normally just say, like, how far from Nashville you're from. Because yeah. nobody knows all these little-ass towns in Tennessee. The perfect so, example is when Shane was down here and Chase asked him, like, what part of Tennessee are you from? And he gets, or where from Tennessee? He gets real confused. He's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so I'll normally just tell people, are you familiar with Tennessee? And they're like, oh, I've been to Chattanooga. And I'm like, okay, I live, like, two and a half hours from yeah. there. Or um, if I – Tell people I'm from, I'll just say I'm from middle Tennessee because it's like long and skinny and right there in the middle somewhere. That's what she said. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I forgot where. Oh, um, when I have students who are from Tennessee and I'll ask them, oh, where are you from in Tennessee? And they're like, oh, uh, close to Nashville. And I'm like. No, like, I'm from there. Where are you from? And they're like, oh, I'm from Sparta or whatever. And I'm like, no shit, that's where my grandma lives or wherever. And we'll kind of, like, talk. And But people are always like, DeKalb County. DeKalb County. <laughs> yeah, you guys go off of counties. We do, yeah. Which is, it's weird to me because the counties around here are so fucking because big. Because, yeah, within cities, you have multiple counties here. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, Tennessee's it's strongly based on counties. So when you're talking about it, um, like even our license plates say the county where your like address is at. So it would say Tennessee and then at the bottom it'll say the county or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I always do that. If I see a Tennessee plate like here or somebody, I'll be like, oh, that person's from Davidson County, which is Nashville, or that person's from White County, which is Sparta, DeKalb County. Yeah, whatever. you know exactly. Like you know what they are and – um, people are like, how do you know what Rutherford County is? And I'm like, oh, that's Murfreesboro. Like it just, it is. Cause we just know. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. Okay. All the weird stuff. Time out. I really need to go take a piss. So I'm gonna stop it. And then when we come back, I want to go through that list from El Paso. And then you could kind of bounce off your, like where you're from type deal. Okay. Hold on. Cause I really need to go pee. All right. We're back. Hello. Hello. That was Hello. quick. I know like when you listen to the pat- podcast, it's going to seem like instantly, but I don't pee that fast. Uh, I'm just a smooth operator. That's what she said. Hi-yo. Okay. Going back. So this thing is called, so it's from Kiss FM in El Paso, and they posted this, and I found it on Facebook. Um, but it says, tell us you're from El Paso without saying you're from El Paso. One of the things was, uh, what high school did you go to? All right. Uh, and then you have the thing from Tennessee where, what county are you from? Yeah. DeKalb County. But we don't say like, 
we don't ask it like that. Like, what county are you from? We just say, you know, where are you from? And the counties correlate two cities. Yeah, it's a, it's the so, same thing. Cause yeah. So I guess a good comparison for you Texas folk would be like San Antonio. If you were to say I'm from Bear County, that covers half of the bottom of Texas. So you can't really say I'm from Bear County because it could be New Braunfels, Fredericksburg. Um, yeah, and I know that's, that's San Antonio. Like all that is in Bear County. So that's what I'm saying. You would say you're I from know, that's somewhere what I'm different. Saying. I'm giving a Texas folk reenactment of why you can't do that here. Nuh-uh. Okay. Uh, and then another one says, you refer to the interstate, which is I-10, as the freeway or the I-10. So not, the hey, I-10. take I-10. It's, hey, take the I-10 or take the freeway. You know, the, <laughs> the one that gets me is uh, that you guys call it the border highway. Yes. Um. I don't even know what highway that is, but... That's the border highway. <laughs> but what's its real name? I don't know. The border highway. <laughs> the border freeway. Its, that's not its real name. It has a number associated to it because it's an, it's a highway. Um, highway. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was... I forgot where I was going, but I was driving and you weren't with me. And your mom just kept saying, take the border highway. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Like what road can you just give me the address to where i'm going yeah and she was getting frustrated and i was getting frustrated uh i think it's probably part of loop 375 maybe yeah but i mean there is a number associated to it but when i'm driving i don't there's not a sign that says this is the border highway yeah it's associated to that number yeah and i couldn't get i think i was going to get the dress for um my dress altered for nikki's kinsey probably and i was going to pick it up and i couldn't figure out how to get there and she just kept saying get on the border <laughs> highway and i was like i don't know what that means uh what's the other one where we had this argument where freeway it, you were like it's not a freeway it's a highway it's or an interstate it's an interstate yeah because that's like what we say we say the interstate because that's what the I in I-10 stands for, an interstate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you guys call it a highway. We just say the interstate. Highway. Uh. So, <laughs> like, for us, if if I was going to Nashville from Smithville or whatever, um, I would say, when do I get off the interstate? And they'll say, take Briley Parkway or exit, whatever. Um and I just know what that is. But in Nashville, you have one of those big – I wouldn't even say it's a big intersection, but I-24, I-40, and I-240 all crisscross right mm-hmm. in Nashville. And traffic is just miserable there because you have three major interstates, like, trisecting, I guess you would call it. And you just have to know which ways to go. So, like, when we t- talk about what you call the highway, we just say, what interstate do I take? Or You know what we call that in El Paso? The spaghetti bowl. The spaghetti bowl. <laughs> no shit. I think that's on here too. Where uh, it's like two or three different highways. Yeah. Freeways, uh, crisscross, like right in central downtown. I yeah, and the roads are like a thousand stories high. Yeah. I hate driving there. I mean, now uh, on the east side, where Americas crosses. It's Americas for y'all. Yeah, yeah. Americas crosses <laughs> the I ten. It yeah. looks like that now. Uh, okay, so there's this street by the. It leads to the airport, and it's called Airway. All right. That's what the street is called. Yeah, the street is called the Airway. Yeah. Like everybody, and I'm just now realizing this, or when I read it, I was just now realizing it. But everybody adds an S at the end and calls it Airways. But it's always been Airway. So, I have questions. Is it like, um, is way like the equivalent to street or lane? So the name no, is no, no, air and no. then... Airway, one word. So it's like airway road or airway street or just no, airway? Just airway. But even if there was a road or a street at you the end, just had an it's just, yeah, take airways, go to airways. You say, you had an get S on, to a lot get of on things. Airways. I'm not surprised about that though. <laughs> okay. You pluralize a lot of things. <laughs> Okay, she's mad. I know. That's fine. Okay, um, here's another one. People from El Paso say basically and literally are part of a lot of your sentences. 
Yeah, I hate it. Uh, basically, we're just going to go here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally everywhere. You know, so now I'm just like saying stuff that I know. But the one that gets me from, and everybody who I've ever met from El Paso does this. Um, you referred to your parents as my parents, even if you're speaking to like your siblings. Yeah. So if you're talking to like Carla, you'll be like, are you going to my dad's? Well, it's her dad's too. Why wouldn't you just say, are you going to dad's? <laughs> but you're very like possessive of your parents when you're talking like that. Yeah. I don't know why it's like that. It's just always been that way. Yeah. Uh, basically, have you, it reminds me of that George Lopez skit. Uh, basically, we're going to take him back. <laughs> uh, when you meet someone, you don't ask where they're from. Oh, this is. You ask, what high school did you go to? Yeah. Because that pinpoints exactly like what part of the city you're from. And again, there's like 50-something high schools. I know. High you, schools. you always talk about high schools like I'm supposed to know. And I'm yeah. like, you'll show me like when we're driving like, oh, that's Isleta. Okay. Well, am I supposed to know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> this is one I think you jumped on me for. But when you're talking about volume, you say, if you're from El Paso, you say, lower it when you really mean turn it down. Lower the volume. No, you say, hey, lower it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> just a lot of, the, and I think it's just like the the way you grow up. But when you, I think you told me when you translate it from Spanish, like that's the translation over. Yeah. Like if you're saying, how? I mean, like think about it. When you're saying like turn it down or lower it in Spanish, yeah. the translation of that okay. word is lower yeah. it. Okay. Uh, let me have a double order. Do you know where that's from? Nope. Chico's Tacos. Oh. So double, double. Um, yeah. For those of you that ever go through El Paso, go to Chico's Tacos. A lot of people don't like it anymore or it's like losing its um, notoriety. I feel like, uh, bless you, bless you, bless you. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. I feel like... Um, a lot of people I know would would not like Chico's tacos. I like it. I, it's I mean, freaking delicious. But I just, it's just, I'm going to like give the basic widest version I can explain. But it's essentially um, like taquitos with tomato sauce on top with a whole lot of cheese. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not fancy. That, that yeah. really is all that it is. But it's Their so good. good. The way that they make it. Yeah. It's yeah. just. And then the. The salsa that they give you, just yeah. money. Okay, spaghetti bowl. Uh, that's what we were just talking about, right? Where all the highways, interstates, freeways intersect. Uh, Rosas Cantina. Cantina. Mm. I, I don't know what that is. I think that's probably a place in downtown. Scenic Drive. That's where we were driving last time, and we took the girls up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we had ever been there before, but... Uh, it's it's just far from where your family lives. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's all the way in in downtown. Yeah, or so central. Uh, and but, it, but it's badass when you drive up there. But I mean, again, the same thing. People just don't realize how big El Paso is, like how big the city is. So to get from one side to the other, it's it's a haul. Yeah. Uh, the infamous star on the mountain, like the thing mm -hmm. you see whenever you're coming into town. That's that's always the first thing that I look for. The star on the mountain. Um. What's the significance of it? I don't know. I think I knew at one point, but I, like off the top of my head, I don't know. No. No. Interesting. Sorry. <laughs> Probably offending everybody from El Paso at the moment. Um, well, when we, next week, remind me to ask that question. Eddie should know. Oh, yeah. And if he doesn't, then we'll <laughs> keep on asking <laughs> until somebody knows. <laughs> Uh, let's see, J-Town. You know what J-Town is? Juarez. Juarez, yes. You going to J-Town? Hell yeah. Uh, no, not anymore. No. I just uh, know because you guys talk about, like, your ex escapades from your teenage years. Yep. Um, and also, I'm just terrified to accidentally get off on the wrong exit and go to a border crossing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. So, El Paso, also known as Chuco Town or El Chuco. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean uh, uh, so, uh, Pachucos, you know what the, what do they call it in English? 
pachucos. <laughs> Why uh, are you pumping your chest? <laughs> there were. <laughs> I'm just getting into it. Uh, the dudes with the zoot suits. I still don't know what that is. The the gangsters from oh, like, like the mobs, like the Mexican from like mobs? the 30s, 20s maybe. Yeah. Uh, so they wore zoot suits, known as pachucos. They were known as uh, pachucos. I guess it started in El Paso, and then it like became a huge trend. Moving west and then was like huge in LA, but most people think that that was like a California thing or a Los Angeles thing. But it started in El Paso, at least. That's what I understand or read. So that's well, why they call El Paso Chuco Town or El Chuco. I knew it was called that. Like I had heard it called that before, but I didn't know like the meaning behind it. I just figured it was a word in Spanish that I didn't understand. Uh, and then it says. Uh, La High, La Bowie, La Jeff. Those are just different high schools, but that's how they would refer to them. Uh, you don't understand the use of turn signals? I don't think that's true. Um, I mean, I think that's just a, an American, another <laughs> epidemic <laughs> that we're going through that you guys yeah. don't know how to use your fucking blinkers. <laughs> yeah. Certain times of the year, you use a heater and air conditioner in the same day. Yeah. That's all over Texas. Yeah. Try to go to the zoo, accidentally went to Mexico. That almost happened to me, for real. So, you guys went to, I think you guys were going shooting. All the boys were going, and I took the girls to the zoo. Yeah. And it was just me and the girls. Almost went to Mexico. And I am notor- <laughs> notorious for getting lost, even whilst using GP- GPS. Um, I just... I'm not good, and I hate driving in El Paso. It's just, I don't mind driving in El Paso if I'm by your dad's house because it's just that one road, and you can't get too lost. Like, you can stay really straight and go to the mall, or you can, like, turn a little bit early and go to Target. Like, those are, that's where I need to go. That's my my comfort zone. Um, But when I took the girls to the zoo, I was uh, pretty nervous. (laughs) Well, yeah, so, because that area, that's where all the, the highways and freeways intersect, and the border's like right there. Because the exit, if you turn left at the exit, you go to the border crossing, and right, you go to the zoo. Yeah, so when you come off the border highway, uh, the zoo's right there. So See it's how right you just referred to it and yes. didn't talk about the real <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's right next to the border, um, and maybe like two minutes in the other direction, you can cross the border. where It's the, the actual uh, bridge, and they have the toll booths or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that area can get confusing whenever you're trying to get to the zoo or or even coming down from, like, the loop and you're heading, trying to get on either I-10 or the border highway. It's just, it's confusing as shit. Yeah, it was, uh, it's crazy over there. <laughs> but uh, you won't actually go into Mexico. Like, you have plenty of warning. Like, if you get off. Yeah, but the thing is, like, once you turn, so you get off the highway and you turn left, like, let's say, and that's the border crossing. There's zero places. Yes, there's plenty of signs telling you you're going to a border crossing. And do you know how many times you can turn around between the times you see the signs and the times you get to the border crossing? Zero times is there an area for you to turn around. You have to go up to the booth and be like, hey, I went the wrong way. And then you're pretty much taking your chances on if you can go into Mexico and turn around and come back. Well, no. As soon as you, you cross the booth, you're not in Mexico. You're still on the American United school. States side. Yeah. You're still on the American side. You have to go through another set of tobus oh. that lets you into Mexico. Yeah. I'm just, no, I'm not about it. At least I think. I don't know. I mean, it's been. <laughs> Can I, what happens if you just I, throw that bitch in reverse? I <laughs> Everybody's going to come after you. <laughs> through there since 2004. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's. That's what I remember it being like. It's a, an uncomfortable feeling, especially when. Like, A, I don't, like, carry a passport with me at all times. And if I have, if it's just me and the kids, I just get uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, especially, like, what if I had my gun with me and then I, like, go to a border crossing? Then I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Trying no. to transport weapons across country borders. It's not like you'll get on one road and you're forced to go into Mexico. Like, well, you took the wrong exit, Some so you're going in there. Some of those roads you are, though. Like, when you get off the exit, it is the booth right there, like where the letters are at. You know it's, what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's, like, 
I mean, there are signs like when you're getting off the exit, but like, let's say you're on the I-10 and you get off on the exit to go to the border crossing. Like there's nothing else at that exit except the border crossing. Yeah. I mean, there are signs like what is, what is, what is, but what do I do? Because I'm already headed that way. Right. What I'm saying is you're not going to get on the exit that's taking you towards the border and they're going to be like, hey, sorry, you have to go oh, into Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not going to be it's, like that. But it's just, it's not like I feel trapped, like I'm going to be forced into Mexico, but it's just an uncomfortable feeling when you, the unknown. So, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it would, <laughs> I don't know, crazier shit has happened, I guess, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out that way where you hit, take the wrong exit and then you finally see it's like, oh shit, I'm headed towards the border like there's there's the boost oh fuck like what did i do yeah yeah i don't think they're gonna be like well you're Sorry here your so you have to go to mexico good luck uh, yeah. I, i'm sure there are plenty of opportunities to i'm be sure like, plenty of people get there's off their turnarounds yeah. and whatnot yeah yeah i mean maybe it's different if like you end up in line <laughs> yeah. for one of the booths but i don't know it's scary and then Sicario made it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sicario is pretty bad. Well, because that stuff spilled it in the movie. It spilled over into the United States, which I, I'm a hundred percent sure. Yeah, that's real there, life. <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's stuff happening here in the states that is not making any kind of headlines that has to deal with with the uh, cartels and whatnot, and not oh, yeah. only from Mexico, but like from other South American countries. Yes. Um, but it's just not as prevalent. Yeah. I guess. It's just easiest because we border Mexico. So it's like yeah. the the known. The known. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's all I'm sure there's all sorts of illegal activity going on. Um yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> she got on our little fiesta dress. Yeah. I mean one of the podcasts I was listen that we did that i was listening to again we were talking about that the first time that you went to go visit it was in the news how a stray bullet hit this lady that was like pushing her kid and in, in the stroller in the stroller by utep <laughs> by utep yeah yeah um and and again like we probably talked about it in that podcast but it's because just my uncultured mind um just not knowing it may, I guess my brain just couldn't comprehend that there was literally like a, a chain link fence on the border of the highway that separated America to Mexico. Like I expected there to be like big areas of space, not like I'm driving my car right here and 30 feet away from me is a house in Mexico. Well, I mean, in some areas it's like that yeah. where it's just desolate and there's, it's just land. Yeah. By UTEP, it's. It's a little bit like mountainous, mm -hmm. chain link fence, some water, which is not, in most areas, it's not very deep. It's not flowing. It's not rushing. And then a, a street in Mexico, yep. a neighborhood in Mexico. You could yeah. throw a rock across the border. Yeah, and I just, I just didn't know. So what I had imagined based on everything was not like equivalent to reality. Yeah. Dallas, stop. Yeah, it's like, it's it's hard to understand unless you see it. Like, I, I've told people, when I first got to San Antonio, and I would tell people, yeah, I'm from El Paso, and I'd get to talking to people, like all my friends. Um, and i tell them, it's like, yeah, the border is, like, right there. Yeah. Like, it's not you have to drive so many miles south to get to the border. It's like, it's right there from where my grandma's house was to the the border to the bridge to cross you could get there in five minutes literally five minutes i know people in texas always say yo five minutes to get there and it's really like 20 minutes no this was you pull out her driveway and get in line to cross in five minutes yeah that's how close it was yeah i mean now that i know you know i understand that's why i get so frustrated when people are like the whole wall thing happened like build the wall you know like yeah and granted like where i grew up people are just uneducated that's what i they're just ignorant to the fact 
of what reality is. So they're like, there's miles and miles of underground tunnels for them to like get into America. And I'm like, yeah, but those miles and miles are like a spider web. It's not like a straight shot of miles and miles. You know what I mean? Like, um, they could put a hole under their basement and be in America in like a quarter of a mile. It's not like a, and again, like I just imagine their mind is the same as mine, you know, like there's this this desolate land and then there's just this significant like border and then there's desolate land again and then America starts. Um, But it's just the, the uneducated and ignorance of just not being taught appropriately like life, I guess. I just, the idea of the wall seems stupid to me because you're going to find a way to scale it. All right. And you can't, you can't possibly monitor that much wall. No. How how are you going to do it? The whole concept of it is just to make, to give people an idea that they're comfortable. But what people don't understand is there's already a barrier there. Like, there is a barrier on most of the border, right? It's not like, I mean, there are parts of the border where there's not a barrier, but the, the populated areas like El Paso, there's a there's a barrier, like there's a a wall, give or take, that separates the two countries. But people are like, oh, it's just, there's nothing there. Like, you can just go cross into America whenever you so choose. And that's not the case. And if you watch the news or you understand about these people who are trying to bring people into America, if there was no protection, why would why would that be such a big deal, you know? Yeah. Like, why would people be sleeping in crates trying to get into america or traveling in all these crazy ways if it was just as simple as walking across the border because clearly that's not the case but again people just the areas where you have to do that it's it's a dangerous trip to try and do that to to cross in an area where that's not uh i guess it's not monitored Mm -hmm. as much um because you know People from Mexico or whoever that's trying to cross from the Mexican side, people are dying all the time. Just one, trying to cross the river, dehydration, um, just starvation, all this other shit, all the wildlife. Yeah, the (laughs) elements are killing them. Like it's not, it's not easy. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. people are dying from crossing in like different ways, like stuck in crates or. Yeah, and that's that's kind of my whole thing is people are like the wall is gonna stop like people from crossing but it's like there's already things there's already practices in place to stop people from illegally crossing and they're finding other ways and none of that includes walking across like where a wall would be at they're still going to continue doing the same things like how can they sneak across like that's why there's tunnels and all this other stuff and it's i don't know the whole the whole concept like you said the whole concept of building a wall is just asinine yeah yeah, I thought it was stupid too. Okay, but uh, yeah, I guess it is what it is. Yeah. But I think we could end the podcast there. All right, we did a solid it. hour. Um, the whole gist more... was to talk about our <laughs> the new guest coming. Yeah, yeah, we start. I don't know how we got off. We we ended up we started talking about like the new guest that we're gonna bring on and how like how excited we are and it's gonna be awesome because we can reach out to anybody now. We're not like putting that barrier between ourselves from just waiting until we could get face to face. And then we ended up going into education and, and then, uh, and then going into like being from El Paso. And all sorts I don't of know. Stuff. Yeah. We went all over the place, but it was good. It was fun as it always is. And then next week. Uh, so unless something happens and whatever, our next guest is going to be. So my best friend, like from childhood, from I want to say literally, literally <laughs> from birth, because uh, he was there when I was a baby, not at the hospital, but uh, he was always going over to the house. He was like two or three years old, and uh, but he's he's scheduled to be our next guest, and uh, he has quite a story, uh, crazy background. We grew up together. He ended up going into the military, into the army, way before I did. Uh, joined the Air Force, and we just we went through a lot of shit together. We've done a lot of shit together. Uh, That's what she said. 
yeah <laughs> so it's just i'm looking forward to it i'm like really excited it's, it's hard to to like keep it all in and i just like i want to do it already and i want to post it i want people to hear it um but hopefully it, it's as as great as i think it's going to be and i hope the rest of the podcast that we do with everybody that's all the podcasts that we do remotely are going to be just as awesome i think they will be uh, yeah i think so too and then we're still going to be bringing people in and doing the face-to-face podcast as well for show for show <laughs> what was that a spo show uh, okay <laughs> all right um yeah hey if you like the podcast this was a quick and easy one um just to let y'all know about next week and then we went into our tangents but if you're liking the podcast Hit us up, uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You just scroll all the way to the bottom and hit that fifth star. Hook us up. It helps our podcast uh, out a lot, like to be noticed and recognized and whatnot. So hook us, do us a favor and hook us up. If y'all want to be on the podcast, reach out. Since we're going to do them virtually now, just reach out and, and, and uh, we'll make it happen. Babes. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We will see y'all next week. Later.